0: hello and welcome to the decrypting crypto podcast it's May 11th 2023 and this is off chain your weekly recap of the biggest stories in web 3 I'm Matthew Howells Barbie and as always I'm here with Austin Knight Austin you are you're, you're traveling at the moment you're calling in how are you doing
1: <laughs> I'm doing all right Matt uh, I'm in Brazil. Catch me in a couple hours and I'll be on the beach with a caipirinha.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that sounds better than the rain of London right now. So before you get me on the usual tangent of uh, London weather, uh, we will probably give people what they actually want to know about. So we've been, we got a pretty, we skipped out last week. Uh, I was, I was traveling. um, So apologies for any of you waiting for that episode to drop, but it's kind of given us a nice amount of time to recap a few things. And a lot has been happening this week, especially on the Bitcoin blockchain, which isn't always something that we we say. So we're going to cover the current craze of BRC20 tokens, which if any of you followed the episode we did around ordinals, this is super interesting. Um, And related to that, some minor chaos in Binance's standards uh, over at Binance. We're going to talk about the meme coin mania, which I'm sure all of you have been wanting to hear about. And yet another exchange bites the dust. Without further ado, let's jump right in. BRC20 tokens have been causing chaos on Bitcoin. You're probably wondering to yourself... What the hell is a BRC20? I've heard of an ERC20 on Ethereum, but what is this? Well, this is kind of (laughs) like, in a very, very different way, uh, the Bitcoin blockchain's answer to ERC20 tokens, but honestly, couldn't be far from it from an implementation point of view. So all of you wonderful listeners may remember the deep dive episode we did on ordinals so that was the nfts on bitcoin that i went down a major rabbit hole on at the start of this year we did that episode back in early feb uh, i think it was feb 8th or feb 6th something like that go check it out if you haven't already because it's very very relevant to what we're discussing today well there's been a further development that's built on bitcoin using the same ordinals theory uh that we're calling brc20 it Ultimately, it kind of aims to be similar to ERC twenty for Ethereum, but you know we got, we'll go deeper into BRC twenties in the in the coming weeks. But all you need to know right now is that there has been a lot, and I mean a lot, of new tokens launching natively on Bitcoin. They they are minted in a very very different way to the way that. ERC20 tokens are where you have like a smart contract, you define the supply, you launch it, and off you go. You can almost think of this, if I had to like dumb this down quite a bit, in that the way that the BRC20 tokens are minted on Bitcoin is almost as if, let's say, you've got like a 1 million supply of these uh, of a set token, right? Each one of those tokens. You can almost think about like the way an NFT is individually minted on Ethereum. So like they're individually minted in batches. Um, As you can imagine, that probably clogs up the block space in Bitcoin quite a bit. Well, guess what? That has been one of the big outcomes of all of this. And the big story, if you've seen any of the uh, the Bitcoin crowd on Crypto, Crypto Twitter uh, that's uh, that's come from this is a huge rise in fees in Bitcoin. They're up nearly a thousand percent at this point, uh, but around about eight hundred percent from their usual one to two dollar range, and they've currently been passing thirty dollars per transaction. Now that that may not seem a lot for anyone that has been using ETH, I did. I did an ETH transaction this morning that cost me 50 bucks in gas, which is annoying Mm. and ridiculous. Um, And not even like a particularly high fee in the grand scheme of ETH at the moment. But 30 bucks on Bitcoin is crazy, crazy high. Um, And especially when you think about places like El Salvador, for example, or where you are, Austin, Brazil, where people actually kind of use BTC a little bit more in the way that ideologically we, we we set out for Bitcoin to be used which is some day-to-day cash if you're withdrawing or like cashing out hundred bucks of Bitcoin and 30 bucks of that gets extracted for fees it's a pretty big chunk um, the this is then led to all of these tokens being minted uh, in the midst of what has being like a meme coin uh, explosion on eth well let me just tell you, BRC twenties. This is shit coins only. Is basically the, the mantra <laughs> here. So, uh, and 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 i and I say this in like kind of the nicest way possible. They're not trying to be anything else other than that. Like no one's saying like, oh, we're building like a layer two token for Bitcoin. It's pure meme coin stuff. Um, it clogged up and congested block space on the Bitcoin blockchain so much that and whether this is the complete reason here um it actually led to binance halting bitcoin withdrawals temporarily on several occasions which i know austin you're going to dig into in a little bit more detail because there's way more to that um but on monday right and this is this is where you can get a sense of scale on monday the total market cap of all of the brc20 tokens um, that have been minted. And bear in mind, they've only been around for around about a week or so, maybe a slightly longer than that. Um, it passed $1 billion. That is outrageous. Mm-hmm. It's since kind of pulled back uh, and is kind of in and around the $600, 700000000 range. But we've actually seen some central exchanges list what is by far and away the largest BRC20, which is Audi, um, O-R-D-I, which is from the Ordinals wallet, uh, creators, um, that, that was listed on gate. Uh, what was the other one bit X or something like that? I mean, we're not talking about like major listings here, but I, pff, it's probably a matter of time before one of these hits up on Binance. uh, to, to be honest. Now this one, uh, you can actually go and check out all of this. So if you look at, uh, if you go to brc-20.io you it's kind of like the coin market cap or coin gecko for brc20 so you can check out all of them um, but just on Audi, gate.io did over 52 million dollars in 24 hour volume um, and and there was 200 million dollars in trading volume on the Audi token overall yesterday that is wild that's a huge amount of volume for any token right like we, you've seen uh, Pepe the the big meme coin we're gonna be talking about this um, that that's kind of like Pepe level volume and you know you may laugh about <laughs> Pepe but it was doing serious volume um, as, as bizarre as this this even is um, what's kind of interesting is most of these transactions are actually happening on uh, a, a kind of a new marketplace that sprung up called unisat marketplace. Uh, so that's unisat.io forward slash market. Be careful uh, with, with a lot of this. There is a severe lack of liquidity, especially in like tail assets. So just approach with, with caution. But I think w- wrapping kind of some of this up, all of this chaos has created two big outcomes. So Bitcoin users have been flooding to the Lightning Network, which you may be aware of. It's been around for a long time. Uh, it's the layer to... Scaling solution for for Bitcoin uh, that's kind of largely struggled to see adoption, Um, and another big piece of this is there's been huge backlash from you guessed it the Bitcoin Maxi cohort. Uh, They they, they've been trying to find ways to stop Ordinals, but you know I think the train has left the station here. Um, The interesting piece in all of this, one of the big concerns from a Bitcoin perspective, especially since Ethereum moved to proof of stake is how do we continue to incentivize miners to secure the network as block rewards continue to reduce down and down and down. Now on ETH you have these juicy validator fees. So as network kind of traffic goes up and up and up, fees go up and up and up. And that's kind of great. Uh, You don't have that on Bitcoin. However, fees have been skyrocketing. So it's a wonderful time to be a Bitcoin miner right now because they're actually, it's fee revenue is surpassing block subsidies, block rewards for for many miners. Um, super interesting. I saw, I was listening to uh, the Blockworks podcast uh, today and I, I saw an interesting take where it's like, you know, you want to kind of get some interesting exposure. And I'll just caveat this, not financial advice. Uh, you want to get some interesting exposure to this big rally that's happening in BRC20s without the chaos of actually dipping into BRC20s. Um, publicly listed Bitcoin mining companies probably going to be a good place to be playing around with. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, some some there's a lot of interesting work here. There's clearly, it's not a very scalable way of this happening. And there's some work being done right now on a BRC21 proposal that, uh it was kind of interesting, but it's also kind of dirty. It's like kind of like pu- publishing a JSON on-chain. Um, but it's it kind of it would ha- allow for the minting of tokens from other layer ones like ETH, Sol, etc. Um, including stable coins directly onto Bitcoin and also to use them on the Lightning Network. All of this is very divisive. We'll see how it plays out. Here's my take. I think this is a very much a net good for Bitcoin. It is it is creating more and more adoption utility. Yes, it's not super scalable. Yes, it's kind of bizarre and weird the way it's all happening. But I think, you know, this has been the most fun I've, I've had on Bitcoin, gosh, since probably 2017. Um, there's not been a whole lot of going on there. So we're going to keep a close eye on this. Uh, I, I think this kind of, Transitions nicely into into our second story, though, Austin, where we're going to talk a little bit more about what's happening in the world of Binance.
1: Um, so let's 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 jump straight into that. Ah, uh, yes. Binance, you may have seen over the weekend, temporarily paused Bitcoin withdraws, and then this was followed by billions in Bitcoin outflows from the exchange. Uh, yeah, this is all related, it appears, to what Matt was just talking about with BRC20. We'll go into more detail on what exactly the connection is, but the short of the story is that over the weekend, Binance twice paused Bitcoin withdrawals, citing, quote, congestion on the network. This happened amid a large spike in unconfirmed transactions in the Bitcoin mempool or memory pool, which is basically the area where uh, incomplete transactions are stored on the network. One of the possible reasons for this is Bitcoin's sizable backlog to ordinals, which is that protocol that we were just talking about that's used for minting NFT-like assets on Bitcoin. Now, here's an interesting twist to this. Following the pause, which is now over, Binance then moved over $5 billion of Bitcoin, or over 183,000 BTC, which is nearly 30% of the Pocket change, net- Austin. Yeah. Pocket change. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not even pocket change to Binance, actually. That's over no. 30% of their net BTC reserve balance, and they moved it all to new wallets in a 24 hour period. So, of course, Oof. this initially looked like a significant outflow event from Binance. It spooked a lot of people. You know, you've got a pause, which usually is the type of thing that over the past year, two years, we've seen sort of precedes a collapse of some yeah. sort. Um, and everybody's been kind of speculating that something weird might be going on at Binance. They have the pause. Then $5 billion worth of BTC is getting shifted around. It's like, what is going on here? Uh, but Binance later said that it was nothing to worry about. They tweeted, quote, the outflows are actually a movements between Binance hot and cold wallets due to BTC address adjustments. Um, so you have 30% okay, yeah.
0: of Bitcoin reserves in hot wallets? Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I don't know what to be more concerned about. It, it's something, I, I feel like we've been saying this for nearly a year now, something doesn't smell right at Binance and it scares yeah. the hell out of me. And, you know, I, I just pray that it, that this is largely a CZ would say, he would probably say for FUD, right. You know, I, I mm-hmm. just, I, but I just don't think it is. they They've got a lot going on. They've got the whole issue with the SEC right now. I I know they're trying to make some big moves and, it did strike me as a little concerning that they they paused withdrawals because yeah i mean binance probably got and i mean they must be the largest uh, exchange holder of btc one of the largest holders of btc uh, that exists so yeah it was it was it was a bit concerning and man i i just don't want to fast forward to the future and see a podcast episode from us that's kind of the the binance collapse cuz that would that won't be good. That that will not be good in any way, shape, or form. And I'll, I'll just say before people start freaking out, there's nothing to say that that's going to happen, but there's just a lot of just something's clearly not right at Binance, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, it's definitely an odd time. Per usual, be careful. Try to store your crypto on your own wallet as opposed to in an exchange. Uh whatever you've gotten in exchange, you know, be ready to lose it if something goes yeah. wrong.
0: Should we get into some real some real news, some real business, uh, the real yes. the real I... business of meme coins. I think we should dive in, right? <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> the question on everyone's mind is meme coin mania over and I I hope not. I hope not, Austin. This is the utility <laughs> that we all want and need. Uh, <laughs> yeah, by now, uh, you're listening to this, you've probably heard of Pepe, uh, the meme coin that this week... Get this, Austin, right? This is kind of both incredible and depressing. Is <laughs> the fastest token to reach a $1 billion market cap of all time, of any oh my token ever. It's actually the single fastest growing token ever to exist the fastest
1: uh, growing well, if that's yeah. like the open AI of crypto does it have the same utility Matt <laughs>
0: that's right that's what I want to know that's what I want to know it's uh it, it's crazy it, it really is and um it, it really embodies everything that that crypto is all about let's just let's just do a quick timeline here right Pepe launched today is May 11 2023 Pepe launched on April 18. 2023 it's less than a month ago by by the end of april april 30th pepe had its first rally to a 340 million dollar market cap by may 5th right this pepe i I was on a i was on a flight when this was happening pepe (laughs) was on an absolute tear it reaches a 1.8 billion dollar market cap and as of today pepe's kind of like floating around the 800 million dollar market cap i think it's the 57th or 55th largest token by market cap it is unbelievable and there's just some incredible stories this is just like <laughs> peak fomo this this for for, for me for sure yeah you know, one trader trader, I say in uh, quotes, maybe you could use insider, some may say, Uh, I don't know, Uh, bought $263 worth of Pepe three weeks ago. It's now worth $9 million. That is a very casual... 5 million percent gain. That is just absolutely wonderful. I love, you love to see it. You love to see it. You know, I actually, I I do have a confession to make. I, I, I like, I even tweeted out, like, man, I hate meme coin season. It's just like the worst kind of shit, peak FOMO. (laughs) Right. So I, I love one of my fit, my guilty pleasures. Is to join these like crypto alpha groups in like Telegram and stuff like that, oh purely, <laughs> like purely to just watch and observe all of the absolutely ridiculous shit that gets suggested in here. It's like people talk about meme coins and they're like, oh, strong fundamentals, great roadmap. It's like, <laughs> what, what are we talking about here, guys? Uh, but I love going in. But then there's this one group, and I'm actually not gonna like share this because I just, I just cannot even remotely shill this stuff. I was following this one guy. In Telegram, and uh, he he basically called nearly every major meme coin within 48 hours of its launch. Like this guy held mm. a public wallet, and he like tweet he like shares in the this Telegram group, right? And he's like, "Okay, I've just bought this thing, um, and I- I'm making a little bet on it. Here's my public wallet to show I just did it, and you can kind of see." He called Pepe. He called Wojak. He called Turbo. He called like all of these ones that have like went on an absolute tear. He turned. He got this like one wallet that he turned like 4k into uh, I think like 800k when I checked uh, in like three weeks. In three weeks, this guy's outrageous. So he shares this one <laughs> other token, right? And I'm just about to. This is like peak FOMO, right? Uh, I hadn't bought a single meme coin. I uh, I'm, a, I'm in I'm in the airport. Um, and I'm about to board a, a a long haul transatlantic flight. And, And, uh, he tweets out this thing. He's like, it tweets out this other token that I'd never heard of pure meme coin. And I was like, all right, let's, let's do it. Fuck it. And, uh, so he, he shares out this thing in this telegram group and, uh, I was like, right. I got, I got 2000 USDC in this hot wallet of mine. Let's, let's just go, go to the moon or go zero I get, uh, so I was like, right, buy 2Ks worth of this crap coin. By the time, right, I have a, I, this, this flight is a 10-hour flight. When I land, it was worth 13,000 USD. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I was like, what on earth is happening? So I was like, all right, let's just drop 6K out of that and like, and then just leave everything. I mean, it's probably worth like nothing now. Uh, I think I actually checked and it was like worth like 500 bucks now. So it's clearly like the the thing with meme coins is it's a PVP situation. I think this is the thing that people mistake, right? The reason why a meme coin is going up is not because there's like some kind of like amazing roadmap for the future, whatever, things like that. It's just tons of people are buying to drive up price to get more people to buy. So then they can dump on people quickly. And it's all about, it's zero sum. So it's getting out quickly. Uh, And I think, like, you have to remember that with a lot of like the meme coins, is like, there's no edge here. You'll most likely lose. And even when you're winning, you probably won't exit due to FOMO. It's just like a really bad place Mm -hmm. to be. But I wanted to share that even I caved in, even though I say all this shit. Um, I'm not (laughs) in anymore because I actually think that this is kind of over now. Um, But. So off the back of Pepe's success, there was a wide range of shitcoins that have kind of arrived, soared in somewhat equally impressive ways. Two of the big ones that people are talking about is Wojak and Turbo. So Wojak went like parabolic. It's since pulled back around 50% in the past 24 hours. But I actually want to talk very, very quickly about Turbo, because I thought this one is actually interesting. It was created by uh, Rhett Mankind, and he is a pretty prominent digital artist. He does He's done loads of like really cool, interesting experiments with uh, NFTs, completely doxxed. And uh, I was listening to a podcast with him, and I can't even remember what this was on, actually when I was on that same flight a, a few days ago. And... Um, He was such a nice guy, completely transparent. And he created this Turbo token. He has no development background. He's never launched a token, never done anything like this. He was like, wouldn't it be a funny experiment if I asked ChatGPT how to launch a meme token and followed all of the instructions exactly to like the the T, and uh, just just go from there. So he built Turbo, this, this meme coin exclusively from the instructions of ChatGPT, how to... ChatGPT coded the smart contracts, like, everything. And he launches this thing, and uh, he kind of, like, gives disclaimers to everyone, like, hey, look, this is a completely speculative, stupid project. I'm not going to be, like, dumping on people. I may have done this terribly. ChatGPT coded the smart contracts. Everyone may get rugged. I'm not doing anything. Go. Go. This thing goes crazy. I like I haven't even looked at the let, let me just like <laughs> Turbo Toad token. <laughs> it's just loving. <lovely. laughs> uh it, well let's see where are we at? Um market cap. Uh, da, 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 da. 62 million dollar market cap. It is the 376th largest Ranked by CoinGecko, 30 million in 24-hour training volume. It's just such an interesting project, I thought, of all the kind of things there. It seems like Saturday was just a giant peak for these prices that have since settled down. We'll see. Is this run all over? Are we going to get a second wind? I don't know. Here's my advice stay away don't don't participate this is a zero sum game unless you're happy for this thing to go to zero my take is it's probably over but i but i do think it is very interesting to see kind of what's playing out with with all of this despite kind of current macro and things like that but uh yeah
1: yeah peak innovation. Wild times. (laughs) Well, hey, from the boom of meme coins to the bust of yet another exchange, let's round this episode out with our last story of the day. Bittrex has filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. If you're not familiar with Bittrex, it's a small Seattle-based company. It was founded in 2013. It's a small exchange. It's the 82nd largest crypto exchange. They had a 24-hour trading volume of over $5 million as of yesterday, I believe. I feel like in uh, 2017,
0: but- they were pretty big. I feel like they they facilitated my ICO addiction. Uh, and <laughs> the, yeah. uh, just that was basically what all the ICOs were taking place on Bitrex. And yeah, I must still have an account. Well, I don't have an account anymore. Uh, but you know, <laughs> I remember <laughs> enjoying using that terrible exchange back in 2017.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, they're gone, Matt. Um, <laughs> <so> they <laughs> peace
0: have... in peace, just like all the money I put into the ICOs. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, so on Monday, they filed bankruptcy, um, and they, in their bankruptcy filing, they listed that they have more than 100,000 creditors. And liabilities and assets in the 500 million to 1 billion dollar range. So again, these are just sort of those check boxes that they tick off. But um, the point is that they probably have liabilities somewhere in the neighborhood of exactly the assets they have, plus or minus a bit. Uh, they had previously hinted at, at at this, you know, potentially becoming a, a reality, and and they had said, you know, uh, everybody. On the exchange will be made whole. Um, we'll see how, how that unfolds. Uh, mm. But what's interesting about this is that the SEC also had recently filed charges against Bittrex, um, alleging that they had failed to comply with securities law. They had failed to register as a broker dealer an exchange and clearing agency. And they also alleged that Bittrex took in at least 1.3 billion dollars in illicit revenue, I don't even know what that means, between <laughs> 2017 and 2022. Um, so the, the point is the SEC was already kind of coming after them. And actually in March, Bittrex said that it was winding down its U.S. operations with its CEO, Richie Lai, citing the current U.S. regulatory and economic environment as reasons for the decision. So this is a common theme that we're seeing over and over and over again. Uh, Last year, in addition to this, Bittrex agreed to pay a $29 million fine to settle enforcement cases with US authorities for, quote, apparent violations of sanctions against countries including Iran, Cuba, and Syria. So uh, (laughs) the government was definitely coming after them in addition to all of the sort of headwinds that that they were facing, you know, with with the market.
0: I also, I just just Googled illicit revenue because I also didn't know exactly what that meant. And I I quote, it refers to the movement of money across borders that is illegal in its source, uh, e.g. corruption, smuggling, tax evasion, terrorist financing. So I would say having $1.3 billion of that is not good, uh, I would say. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely in the pros and cons of should I invest in this business. That one's going straight on the the, the top of the cons uh, table. I think. Um, yes. Wow. Well, Bitrex, it's been a pleasure, and uh, you know I'm glad that I at least kept you going with some fees back in 2017, <laughs> and you enabled what was effectively a gambling addiction of of mine at that point. Um, but yeah, another one by us. Thankfully, you know this one seems like probably not going to be missed, and ultimately 24 hour trading volume of five million. Um, you know. Pepe's doing multiples on that, so, uh, oh so it's, it's not going to be a sad. big. Deal. That is so sad, isn't it? An entire <laughs> the 82nd largest crypto exchange in the world is so not. Let's let's not even do. Let's let's do TurboToad. Is <laughs> is doing <laughs> is doing like six. X, X less trading volume than the single Turbo Toad uh, token. So, you know, that's the state of play that we're at now. Um, Bittrex is gone. Turbo Toad, Pepe and co. Uh, are starting to peter out. BRC20s are definitely on the, the up and up, and I don't think we're going to see the end of that story. And Binance, while... Well, I don't think I want to comment on what's happening with Binance. I think we'll just <laughs> keep leave an that in there. Yeah, we'll keep an <laughs> yeah. eye. Austin, as always, it's been a pleasure, and
1: I'll see you next week. Yep. Talk to you then, Matt.